guys, welcome back to Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is Anika. And this is Brittany, aka I'm tired. Shit. Yes, it is it has been quite a week and we are back for another episode for you guys. So Brittany, as always, how are you? I and I'm still standing, I'm still strong, like it's my fishing. I'm here. That's right. Come on with the positivity. Mm-hmm. Shining on through. Look, this husband and children is Girl, I can only imagine. As much as, you know, I'm looking forward to having children, I'm not, I cannot say, I have not been a little blessed with, you know, being able to sleep in and mm-hmm. not having no real real responsibilities during this quarantine mm-hmm. i feel for y'all i was so annoyed earlier because i got on the phone and i was talking to somebody that i hadn't talked to in a minute and nobody was bothering me literally nobody and i don't know where since i get on the phone mom 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 i need this can we go to chick-fil-a can we do that well first of all we are not we on the quarantine we're not going anywhere <laughs> The kids like, wait, I don't understand this quarantine shit. I got, I'm living my regular daily life. Oh, yeah. Well, how are you? I'm good. I've been focusing on trying to get myself inspired to start creating things mm-hmm. in different directions and things that I said I've wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I've been working on that and um, trying to clear my space up to make me a meditation space. So remind me to show you that after we record and I'm trying to just get get it together here. So my next phase is bringing my crystals out to kind of balance the space. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been trying to do, kind of work on my space so that it can foster creativity because I feel like I'm blocked, but I want to do everything I can to try to unblock it. Yeah. I've been listening to some really interesting podcast and i'm just like all right yeah i all think right. all the, this quarantine has everybody shocked this block yeah my creative my creativity shocker is blizzard really yes like i have the ideas but i can't get it to fruition i can't get it to fruition because i'm saying that i can't get it to fruition so yeah so this this going yeah girl i understand working on it we're working on it it's gonna get better better. i'm working it's it's, i feel myself being more inspired and creative and i'm like okay i got some ideas let me just keep working through and see what happens so yes put them on let's let's both make a pack to put our plans on paper because we put them on paper that's when they get real so let's put them on paper i (laughs) five. put them on paper and then we have no choice but to act on them so i was just telling john that he was saying how much of a visual person he is we were talking about that question that you sent me the other day about like internal um thought what was the internal yeah so when i asked him the question he was kind of like what the fuck are you talking about but then he came back the next day and was like that's a really interesting question you asked me so fast forward and um he mentioned how visual he was and i was like why don't we make a vision board together like we go outside of beyond a poster board and magazines we can literally do like make it a bigger thing like almost like a piece of decor like a big project to say hey we want to have this this and this and just do it together because it's one thing to talk about doing something right and then to actually see it and we can cross things off or you know kind of enjoy this piece of art that we made for such you know a time that we needed to see our goals so yeah could i do that too do you mind if we do that too i think do it do it because i'd be curious just to know you know what how you manifested yours and what yours looks like because i want to yeah. Why am I tearing up behind that? Because I can see the possibilities. Like, right? Can't you just? Wouldn't it? I was like, what does it? And I just why I broke it down to him. I was like, doesn't your environment matter? If you're seeing your goals, wouldn't you, that make it more real for you? And that's how the manifestation starts to happen. So I was like, you know what? That's what we're gonna do. And he was like, you know, I'm I'm down with that. And I was like, yeah. Some of the goals that I I had, like you know, of course, but um, to the listeners. Um, I kind of got outside of a traditional vision board because it just takes up so much time. 
mm-hmm. and especially like if you're doing it by yourself and not having a party with it then it's kind of boring but what I did is like I got on Canva and made a visual vision board and put it on my phone and so it's my screensaver so I'm looking at that several times a day like all right girl put your phone down you can be working on something productive but I love that idea I love it yeah I thought it was it'd be great because both of y'all are too creative so that'd be I can't wait to see what it looks like see how it turns out right and I'm and I want you to hold me to that because this shit has to get created because it, it can't, can't hurt it can only help bring you know we are like if yeah it can only help bring you together and then just help you individually because you're seeing it so yeah now, let's do so it. cool and so interesting. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> okay, guys. So this week we are going to talk about a topic that I uh, found quite, quite, quite interesting. Like after I dug into it a little bit more, and honestly, I could have um, used some more time. I could, I could do like a two-week topic on this. Really? And yes, like I got real deep in it. So the stuff that I'm gonna just talk about today, um, it's kind of just surface level a little bit, but really good. I think you should look it up. Like I started watching YouTube videos and everything about it. So this week we are talking about how to deal with a narcissist. Mm. And I will personally say that I I had a um, romantic relationship with a narcissist. And then I had a, a parental relationship with a narcissist. And I did not realize that my father was a narcissist until I started like going through and uh, looking up the definition and other things and other terms. And I was like, oh yeah, for sure. He was a narcissist. And that's just, and it's just, after I've read this, like the information, I was like, okay, so this is why I behave the way that I behave. And um, having a parent who was a narcissist, and then they say a lot of times like you date people who are your parents, mm-hmm. so it definitely went hand in hand. So, all right, let's deep dive into narcissism. Are you ready, Nika? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. So, what is a narcissist? A narcissist, by definition, is a person who has an excessive interest or admiration of themselves. Um, symptoms would be over-exaggerated sense of self, um, an excessive need for admiration, or a problem with, con- uh, a problem with considering either uh, another person's feelings. Um, this usually starts with early adult- adulthood and it lasts long-term, and the causes are unknown of why people turn out to be narcissists. Um, but sometimes being a narcissist goes misdiagnosed and it could be, you know, the doctor could say, you know, you have bipolar disease, you have depressive, uh, disorders, or you just suffer from anxiety. And so the treatment for narcissists, uh, is quite difficult. So narcissistic personality, personality disorder or NPD is a nar- is a personality disorder characterized by a long-term pattern of exaggerated feelings of self-importance, an excessive need for admiration, and a lack of empathy towards others. People with NPD often spend much time thinking about achieving power, success, and their appearance. Typically, they take advantage of other people around them. Um, such narcissistic narcissistic behavior typically begins in early adulthood and occurs across a broad range of situations so there is the definition of a narcissist would you happen to know any narcissist um yes definitely um i find it interesting you brought up one of your parents you know your parents being a narcissist because that kind of makes me rethink who I would consider a narcissist, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I I mean, so yes, I do. Um, I don't know that I've had, yes, I actually ever had a close relationship with one. Yeah. Um, But I find it interesting because 
there's no um i think you mentioned that that we don't know the cause of it but from what i was reading from more of a narcissism is more of a um a state of mind i guess mm -hmm. um they said that a lot of it comes from abuse and trauma yes and i find that really interesting because you know a narcissistic person as you said you know they want to be constantly told good things and you know they kind of over exaggerate their importance to people you know just like really the pompous person you know what i mean that arrogant type of person but it's like you you need this so much because you know maybe something has happened to you and you need con at, you know at some point in your past and you need constant reassurance some type of like i, I mentioned abuse or trauma and so I just find that, you know, interesting. Um, um, at, at first, like, um, when I was younger, I usually just think narcissism was just like, oh, you just look in your... That's, I thought it was more of being vain. Right. Like, uh, you look in yourself in the mirror all the time, and, like, you just think you're shit or whatever, and you just, you know, you can't get outside of yourself. But then as I was researching and to be honest like as, as i was researching like i didn't quite understand what it was and so when i was reading it it's like a light bulb went off from the top of my head it was like oh girl that's the shit you was dealing with <laughs> mm. so let's talk about it a little bit more so nine official criteria for a narcissistic personality disorder is a grandiose sense of self-importance that we talked about Preoccupation of fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Belief that they are special and unique and can only be understood or associated with other special and high-status people or institutions. An excessive need for admiration. A sense mm -hmm. of entitlement. Interpersonal, interpersonally explosive behavior. And I had to look up that. And interpersonally explosive behavior is when you take advantage of others to achieve um, your own. You take advantage of others so you can get so you can gain from it. A lack of empathy, envious of others, or behalf, or believe that others are envious of of them. So, mm -hmm. like if I would had narcissistic behavior tendencies. Like, girl, everybody's just so jealous of me and this and this and you know that that's what that is. Um, lack of empathy, um, demonstration of arrogance or haunty behaviors or attitudes. So that's the official criteria for uh, a narcissist. Yeah, a lot of the light bulb go off in your head a little bit. Yeah, because a lot of them kind of like they're they're not confident people what seems how they come off as overly confident all that is really is kind of like a a blanket because they have a lack of confidence with that you know they kind of got their complex behind that um and they're they're also vulnerable to the slightest criticism like you can't mm. even any little thing is like a big like really yes so those are people who don't and that's definitely not an emotional healthy person because their their sense of themselves is totally off yeah. and like i would even venture say you know little to if any self-awareness is like wait that's not that's not reality here absolutely so I'm glad that you said that so we're gonna know how you're dealing with a narcissist so at first they are charming as fuck <laughs> they are charming they're gonna do whatever it is to that to get you on their corner so they can begin to manipulate you. So, um, it's like it starts off as a fairy tale. Oh, he's so great, or oh, she's so great. Um, they tell you how smart you are, how compatible y'all are, um, and how special you are. So they only tend to believe that they can only be with other special people. Um, they hog the conversation, talking about how great and how special they are. <laughs> they love to consistently talk about their own accomplishments and achievements. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Nika over here. Just, you know, 
listening. <laughs> Go ahead. Next, they feed off of your compliments. They make, like you said, they seem like they are super confident, but they actually lack self-esteem. So the more comp- compliments you give them, the more that they are feeding out of that and sucking the life out of that. And sometimes what I've noticed, a lot of narcissists kind of like fish for compliments as well. Right. Like, hey, this is compliment worthy right here. So let me Yes. Again, they lack empathy. They do not have any or many long-term friends. They consistently pick on you. So things like, um, so if if you um, were to do something spectacular, like, hey, I won this award and I did this and da 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 da, oh well, you only won that award because of X, Y, and Z. I could have won that award too. Like, what? Okay, that kind of stuff. Um, they gaslight you. Mm. So. The term, uh, the definition for gaslighting is manipulation by psychological means into into questioning somebody's own sanity. And that was the hardest thing I had to deal with uh, with my romantic relationship. I did not know that I was being gaslit or that I was, he was gaslighting me. I, did, I didn't know of that and I didn't even know that was a term until I got out of this situation and got older and started learning things like this this nigga thought he was doing something and he did and he had me you know fooled once upon a time but so gaslighting examples are of gaslighting are you no longer feel like the person you used to be you feel more anxious and less confident than you used to be you often wonder if you're being too sensitive you feel like everything you do is wrong you always think it's your fault when things go wrong you apologize often and you have a sense that something is wrong but aren't able to identify what it is. Mm. I've had every single thing on this on Dang. that gaslighting thing. Every single thing. I was thing. like, wait. <laughs> That's oddly fucking specific. <laughs> like I um when I got with my husband, he was like, You apologize for shit they don't need to be apologized for. And I was like, but that's all I know how to do. Like, apologize. Like, if I roll down the window. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to roll that window down. I did mean to roll the window down because I was hot. But right. I was then I was like, well, I didn't consider his feelings before I rolled this window down. It's not always that serious to considering somebody else's feelings. Like, you're hot, roll the window down. Right. Um, and then also I had a parent like that too. Like, I was apologizing for everything. Like, it was uh, the worst. As a, you said, as a parent or like your parents? As my parents, I was realizing that I was apologizing for everything, stuff that didn't need, need to be apologized for. And then before I even knew that this was a term or a thing, I was like, well, maybe that's just how I am as a person. No, you don't, everything is not that deep. You don't have to apologize for everything. And then I would transform that into my relationship now. And I would get upset when he did something well, I felt slighted and he didn't apologize, but he felt like it didn't warrant an apology. And I was just like, well, I apologize. <laughs> Actually, just <laughs> come on. It just, what doesn't be saying when he get the Holy Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> so I felt a type of way, like when I would apologize, well, he just don't, he don't like value my apology well no girl you shouldn't apologize because you took a life slice of cheese it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter so yeah all right so that was something and can i ask you yeah i'm glad you went that far deep into it because that's really like i don't feel like we talk about that enough because i feel mm-hmm. like a lot of us have people who either it has happened in the past or is currently happened that they're being gaslit and it make you feel like yeah because you know like and y'all can't see me but i'm kind of like holding my hand to my chest like what really? clutching her pearls i'm clutching my pearls like who me yeah so and i, I kind of wanted to ask you though with the apologizing and everything did that start 
in your relationship with your parents or did that start in that manifest in your relationship your romantic relationship um well I noticed that it kind of started with my parent like my dad but then um of course my mom and dad divorced but it intensified with my romantic relationship okay and then like as dating somebody who already had a child and then we have a child together uh, I was made to feel like I didn't know what I was doing when I was parenting. Oh, this is your first child. You don't know anything you're doing. Like, da 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 da. Well, you can shut the fuck up because you're not even around. So you can kiss my ass. Like, you can. Actually, I'm finna park these cheeks and you can kiss the, the booty hole in my ass. Like, but I didn't learn that until, you know, I had. I didn't find my strength until after we had broken up. So you feel like when you were being gaslit like that, he was doing like major shit that was just like, well let's not so we just not gonna talk about that but you worried about the things over here absolutely that boy was dragging me through the mud really like seriously like i was he was doing a way worse things than i was doing and then i was being blind for like i'll never forget um one time like i had talked to him on the phone and then where my where my room was at the time we, we didn't stay together um, my mom had this big ass house and my room was like all the way in the back. And so we had talked on the phone and um, at that time, like it was no like social media and I wasn't wrapped up in my phone like that. So I put my phone down, took the baby and I walked up to my mama's room. And I talked to my mama for like maybe 35, 45 minutes. Just, this, is, this is just how we are. And so when I walked back to my phone, I, li- I had like 16 mixed calls. I was like, what the hell? And so I called back and I was like, is everything okay? Yeah, I just don't understand like how if I call you, uh, we just got off the phone. I called you right back. Like, why don't you answer the phone? I was like, I was, I felt a need to overly explain myself all of the time. Um, I was like, well, I went to my mom's room. I was just talking, well, I, I called you as soon as you hung up. I called you right back. I was like, well, Left my phone back here. I didn't hear the phone ringing. No, I mean, I had ca- I called you right back. I literally just called you right back. I'm saying, well, I, I didn't hear the phone. Well, you must be cheating on me. You cheating on me. You cheating when you got all these niggas and da 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 and this and that and blah, blah, blah. The whole time, he was a cheater. So, yeah, I was definitely being blamed for things that he was doing. And that gaslighting like you know you're doing wrong and you're putting that blame on somebody else you know you know you fucking up you know that the other person wouldn't appreciate it and you put your blame on me so yeah definitely absolutely Mm. wow don't they if they ain't got shit else they got the audacity i take me (laughs) man so that's so with the other, he displayed the other characteristics of narcissism as well. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy because, like, knowing this now, and sometimes I'm thinking, like, you know, if I was more emotionally equipped at the age of 25, like how I am now, yeah. my thought processes and actions would have been totally different. And I know everybody's like, duh. But no, seriously, like, it's not a far-fetched thing to have an emotionally intelligent 25-year-old. And I don't think I was unintelligent. It was just not being equipped to knowing how to catch those type of things. Usually, like, now we're coming around like, oh, that's what that was? We now have words to identify stuff we put up with. And now that we're a different person, we know, okay, I'm not going to put up with that. I just would, you know, wonder how much of a difference it would have made just knowing that off the bat, like, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I wish that I could, you know, be more, I wish that I could have been more emotionally intelligent just because suck-ass niggas like that would try to take advantage of you, especially if you don't know, especially if they're older and been around and not, you know, y'all not from the same walks of life or whatever, they would definitely take advantage of you. But the only way that I can fix that now is to make sure that my daughter is emotionally intelligent when it comes to things like this. That, um speaking of knowing how to fix it i think knowing where it comes from from the person you're dealing with um is also important like how we say you know it could come from um abuse or trauma i think when you kind of 
can try to, because somebody who's, you know, is narcissistic may not get to ever tell you that, you know, where it's really coming from. I think it's up to you to kind of try to decide how you want to deal with that person, you know, kind of identify where it's coming from. So you know how to deal with them. And then also one thing, if you're going to deal with them, you have to learn how to separate the behavior from the person. Right. You know, and that's hard for a lot of people to do. I know for me, it definitely is hard because it's like your behavior is you, you are your behavior. But I think if it's, you know, somebody you're going to deal with, it's important to learn how to separate the behaviors because obviously it's not coming from a positive place if we just so. So looking back and now that you asked me that question, like how, you know, what, um, what do you think like could have caused Mm-hmm. a person to be narcissistic i think for my romantic relationship this person was the oldest out of nine children so i'm sure that this person did not get enough attention and love and support from their parents especially if you're the oldest nobody's you know you're having babies back to back to back nobody is really paying you any attention and you probably have to you know help your parents in some kind of way until you get older and go get off and do your own thing you know get, become a teenager and stay out later or whatever but that is definitely um I can definitely see that being the reason why this person still acts the way they act now. <laughs> like they still act this way. So yeah. Wow. Um, just a couple more things. They also tend to think they are right about everything and they never apologize. <laughs> Y'all like one like when we get set up and we get bigger and better because we will. We're going to have to put our shit on YouTube because I wish I could see you. Just sometimes because I... <laughs> that's more for Brittany. I would, you know, I ain't, I'm no paparazzi, but listen, <laughs> this episode is giving me life. This is probably one of my favorite ones because I feel like it's so introspective. And a lot of times as people, we're so easily dismissive mm-hmm. and, I, and a lot of us don't take the time to do, you know, go that extra route and think about like where they came from, whether you want to deal with the person on a daily basis or not just so it can help you kind of sort out your thoughts on that person and know how to adjust your behaviors around them or, you know, however you're going to deal well, with them. So when you're dating a narcissist, you may feel like when your partner doesn't hear you, they won't understand you. They don't take responsibility for the issue in their part and they don't ever try to compromise. Hmm. Uh, and so that's what that means when they, they think they're right about everything. Another point is they panic when you try to break up with them. So I remember like um, I had my daughter and I was pregnant with our son and I was like, you know what, this is, I'm already going through enough shit. I'm over this. I don't want to do this no more. I just literally woke up one morning and had an epiphany. I was like, he didn't even, he didn't even do anything, but I think it was just a buildup of other shit. Mm-hmm. I just it was like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, so I called him. I was like, yeah, we're not. I'm, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be with you anymore. Like he flew to my house and was. Uh, I'll never forget this. I have this image in my mind, like on his knees in my mom's kitchen. Like, please, I want our family to stay together and da da da. Blah blah blah. No. No. And he tried so many ways and so many things to try to get me back, and I eventually did get back with him later on but even that breakup was hard as well like it was just so tumultuous and i'm gonna kill myself and i'm okay well let me help like what do you want me to do (laughs) i don't want to be with you i I don't want to be miserable anymore yeah so when you were when you had that revelation were you at home like when you you guys living together or you were at back at your no you were back no we weren't living together no okay so the final thing is you show them who they really are and what they have really done and they lash out at you. Mm. Now I've had that as well. <laughs> um, their ego is bruised. They feel rage, rage because now you know who they really are. And so that, those are the um, signs that you are dating or you know, know somebody who is a narcissist. Hmm. Well, after that full explanation, I now can add somebody else I know to the bucket. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, that was teeter-tottering at the beginning of the episode, and now this is where we are. So this is interesting. 
<laughs> so this normally when you're dating a narcissist these are the feelings that you have like they you feel like shit when you're around them like you could you know be with your friends okay i'll i'll do a personal instance um my grandmother had just passed and like literally the day she passed my mom came and told me and i was i was devastated because it was unexpected and him and i were staying staying together at the time um i was devastated um i had made a promise to my grandma that i would not live with him anymore and i would move back home and since she had passed she wasn't able to see me you know go back home i feel like i had kind of broke my promise to her and so um a couple of my friends had come over to the house that we were staying at and they kind of just they know i was feeling shitty and drove um us around the city drove me around the city and just talking and whatever and when i came back like i had i had i knew that my grandma had passed but i just had so much joy in that moment because my friends had made me feel so much better and so when i walked back in the house i was smiling and i was okay and he was so your friends can make you feel good but i try everything i try to give you a hug i try to you know make sure that you were okay and you can even be perceptive to that and it was just like he just instantly like changed my mood and i was like i just feel like shit all the time when i'm with you like you suck the like you are a vampire you're an emotional vampire you suck everything out of me it's, it's just it's insane um you're plagued with self-doubt you no longer trust your judgment you feel helpless you have social withdrawal you have anxiety surrounding the relationship and you have a chronic sense of second guessing yourself like well what if i didn't do this right or what if i could have done this right or this and that or what if he's getting mad at me or what if she gets mad at me because i did this or what if they get mad at me you know <sighs> it's just super draining <laughs> i was gonna i really had a good point to say but every time you bring up something new i'm just like damn okay so like they they get you with the social withdrawal because like i had a friend that i was i had um it was my one of my first jobs and i was a hostess and me and him had met at this job that's how i got to know him and um i was a hostess and there was somebody who was working up there close with me and he was a host and so it, me and him like shared the similar shifts so before i had kids me and him like he was um I want to say this person was gay, but I didn't think that they they hadn't come out yet, and there was not my place to judge them or whatever. But I just, you know, he was my friend, and I cared about him. He was my friend. We sit up there and laugh for our shift and whatever. And so, the person that I was in a romantic relationship with was triggered by this relationship. You, if if you're gonna be in a relationship with me, you can't be friends with you can't be friends with him. And I opted first, right? I opted to be in a relationship, and that's one thing that I regret because this person was such a good person and had such an amazing heart, and then he couldn't really understand like why we can't be friends anymore. We were both young and didn't really know, so he was like kind of enraged too, and we just stopped speaking. And I'll never forget his name, and I'll never, like, I remember what he looks like and everything. I just feel so shitty for doing it. I didn't know. I didn't know anybody. Mm. And so they just kind of just, like, take you away from all your friends. I remember, like, you and I didn't really talk that much either. Like, we talked here and there, but, you know, where you were, you were off at school, and I was living with this grown-ass nigga who didn't mean <laughs> shit to me. Or, you know he you know he didn't treat me well and it was like well your friends off at college even though it's the same city but like your friends off at college they they doing other things like you yeah you, you're right they are they live in life you know so yeah that is how to identify and deal with the narcissist you just have to there's no way to really help a narcissist get out of being a narcissist you just have to be aware and be um smart enough to like okay this is narcissistic behavior right. um it's really to be honest 
you know, helping them because they're not going to want the help. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like you managing that person, you managing yeah. their behavior around them and, you know, de- right. learn how to deal with them from how you, you know, feel is necessary. So, so yeah, that is a narcissist and uh, how you know you're dealing with a narcissist. And honestly, we could probably do another episode about this, like how to <laughs> get away from narcissists, but that's a later day and later time. So. Do you, do you, do you, you've never had a romantic partner who's a narcissist? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more common than I thought it was. Yes, because it's kind of like, oh, well, because at some point you think after a while being in the headspace you're in at that moment, you think that this is some, you kind of start to normalize it because it's like, you know, well, maybe. That's just who they are. Huh? That's just yeah. who they are. <laughs> right. Or, you know, but then some things you're like, now I know yeah. that, you know, if I involved other people, they would say something differently or, you know, wh- whatever the case is. So I think it's just recognizing like, oh, this is fits under the umbrella too. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then also we can even have a talk about, um, cause the, my relationship that I more identify with was more of a friendship. Mm. And so that is very like mm. off putting in a friendship as well. Cause it's like, you know, definitely having to separate the behavior from the person, but how the fuck to do that? It's hard. It's, it's really hard. It's like, I don't want to use this example, but it's kind of like when people say, well, I can separate R. Kelly from his, his music. How? It's the same person. It's the same person. So it's, it's for me, that's something that's hard to do. Like, how am I able to, you know, their behavior from who they really are so are they not really showing me who they are like or what you know it's difficult Definitely. yeah so guys if you have dealt with a narcissist or you have any um narcissistic stories to share oh yes please i would i mean not to be nosy but i think it's important for us to talk about these type of things because where else are we going to talk about them and, you know, you, we can keep it anonymous, but I would just be interested in hearing other people's relationships and interactive, interactions with people who they considered, you know, narcissistic. And how did you get out of it? Like, or are you still dealing with it? Like, what right. Cause, yeah, because I find like a lot of things overlap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you think everything is so different, but a lot of it tends to overlap from what you're saying. So please... Do not hesitate to send us an email. We want to hear from you at blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com. That's B-L-K, girlmanifest at gmail.com. Yes. Let's take a break. Welcome back, guys, to our Stone of the Week segment. This week's stone is going to be the Moonstone, actually. Oh, yeah. Was this inspired by Whitney? It was! <laughs> All I see is freaking macrame on my timeline, and she is just so great to see. So, yes. Oh, did you see that? She did like six of them today. Did you see that? The white ones, the, um, the yeah, shock ones? Yes. yes. I, need, I, need, I need those. I need those. I need those. She has been such a great. Any. Just for a second, let's veer off. Let, let's park right here. Let's pull let's, up. Yeah, let's talk about pull that over. just a little bit. <laughs> Y'all know when you start following like a few accounts or like a new Instagram account and they come across on your page and it's just so refreshing. Like, oh, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Like, I've recently like followed five or six people like that. And it's so wonderful to just see like new yes. things that are more aligned with your spirit and purpose on your timeline. Like, you know, the shade room is funny every now and then. I ha- I'm not, I haven't brought myself to unfollow them. But when I see stuff that's like really me and stuff that's inspiring, it really helps to seeing all the negative junk. Just yeah, it does. Um, but okay, back to the moonstone. Back to the stone of the week, the moonstone. This stone, um, it can be found in a colorless form or pink or green or gray, yellow, brown, or blue. So this stone can be any of those colors. And I want to mention before I get into the characteristics that this is a stone of divine feminine energy. If Ooh. you guys remember on last week's episode, um, Whitney, our, our guest mentioned that, what is that finger? <laughs> it's just, it's spot on. It's spot on. 
Um, the, our guest mentioned that um, she carried Moonstone around in her pocket, I think, to help with um, some type of menstruation issue she was having. And she said that, you know, it did help her out. And I can definitely see how, especially if you do the research on this stone, um, connecting with the feminine energy um, to kind of help you out there. So the Moonstone is also a stone of inner growth and strength. It um, soothes emotional instability and stress and it stabilizes the emotions and also provides calmness. So if you can see how that will work into the divine feminine energy, maybe that provided calmness to her cycle, you know, and how she needed it to. Yeah. So, um, it also enhances intuition. It promotes inspiration and success and good fortune and love as well as business matters, which I thought that was, that just sounds like, you know, it's that those qualities sound feminine, not to be sexist, but it, yeah. it just sounds like feminine quality. So that would, I thought that was interesting. Um, this stone actually works with the sacral chakra, third eye, and crown chakra as well. Hmm. And I actually do have a moonstone, and mine is kind of like a murky grayish kind of color. Mm -hmm. Um, I got it because I wanted to. That was kind of like my step one in unblocking what um my sacral chakras, but I haven't really put it into practice, so that's something I'm working on. But yeah, everybody should. Yourself we are going to move into our manifesting monday segment and we are going to talk about um meditation meditation is not really that hard we, i think a lot of times we over complicate meditation just because we don't know truly what it is um so Here's some tips for meditation. I'm just gonna go off of my own, what I know because I lost the page. So, when you are meditating, what I do is I'm looking for any type of clarity in any situation. So, I may just have like a, a question like in my mind, like, okay, am I doing this right? Is this the, am I going down the right path? Am I, is what I'm doing, is this, is this the right thing that I'm supposed to be doing? Can I ask you something? Sure. Can you talk from the viewpoint of somebody who's never meditated? They don't know why they're meditating. They just hear about meditation. What am I doing? How am I sure. Yeah. Um, it's hard. <laughs> so. Meditation for dummies. Why you're, so you want to know why you would meditate? Somebody who's never meditated and they want to get get into it, they don't have a specific purpose. I mean, they can have multiple reasons, but they just need to get going. I want to meditate. What do I need to be thinking about? What do I need to do? I don't know about this meditation shit. Mental clarity is one of the reasons I started meditating. And I think as a beginner, I think that you should do that as well so when you meditate um you don't want to meditate if, if you're a beginner you don't want to start off for long periods of time um it's not a process that has to be an hour or not even 30 minutes um five to ten minutes in increments could be the best so if you you want to start off like okay you the best time for me is in the morning so you want to start where it's quiet um Nobody is going to distract you. Um, where you're going to be focused. So that, for me, that's early morning. Where I don't have my husband asking me questions. I don't have kids asking me questions. Um, it's the first thing on my mind to do in the morning. And I want to set the tone for my day. That's the um, first thing I do. Um, you don't have to sit in a yoga pose with your legs crossed or you don't have to um you don't have to do any of that shit it's what's best for you and what works for you so sometimes when i meditate i'm just i'm in the bed and i'm awake and i'm um up but i'm just laying there with my eyes closed um clearing my thoughts and clearing my mind I would typically start off with the question like, okay, like I said, like, am I doing this right? And meditation is more like 
praying or declaring what you want and receiving the answer for it and like clearing your mind for the answer. And when you start off meditating, it's not going to, your mind is not going to be instantly clear. That takes practice, just like it's going to take practice with you doing anything else. So if you meditate for five minutes and you can only have your mind clear for three, that's fine. It's okay. You can start over tomorrow. You can, okay, tomorrow I'm going to start off with, my goal is five minutes, but I'm going to set my timer for 10 minutes. And if I can keep my mind clear for 10 minutes, then I could you know, transform my time into something else. So it's, I think that we tend to make meditation something that is overcomplicated when it's not. It's okay to have thoughts because you're a person, your brain races and that's fine. It takes a lot of practice for you to tell your brain to shut the head up. Like, girl, okay, I hear you. We'll get back to this later. Like, it's okay. So it just takes, it, it takes practice and it takes time. But if you can train your mind to know how to, if you, if you can train your mind, like, okay, we're going to run this 10K race, you can train your mind to be quiet for five minutes. Thank you for saying that, because now I understand that I'm not crazy. Thank you for saying that. No, I mean, I, I, I do it too. I've fallen out of the practice of meditating every morning. Um, that would be the first thing I did every morning, like meditate. And you would think like with the quarantine going on, like, okay, yeah, I have a lot of time to meditate, but I haven't been doing that. <laughs> um, I guess sometimes it's like straight mommy mode, but I noticed the other day, like when I was meditating, I just sat in bed and I sat up straight because that's what works for me to be aware, you know, um, my mind was all over the place and I was kind of like, had my eyes closed and then I could feel like my eyes um wandering around like look you know trying to look at stuff but they were closed i was like i've fallen out of the practice and i need to get better and be more aware so what i did the other morning was i got up early in the morning i got up at eight o'clock i already had my yoni egg in i said i'm gonna meditate with my yoni egg in i went to the front room i the night before i downloaded the calm app c-a-l-m um and they have meditation guides. So the meditation guide that I did this time was um, regaining self-confidence. And then they have um, mental clarity. They have so many. And it just, it helped tremendously. Like I'm so much more positive throughout the day. And sometimes you do need a guided meditation to help you. I would strongly suggest that for beginners. Like if you're going to meditate, just don't do it by yourself. Um, we talked about Sheila Marie before. Sheila Marie has an amazing, amazing meditation mixtape that I'll listen to in the car sometimes as I'm getting ready to go to work. And sometimes I get so deep into it, I miss my, <laughs> miss my turn for work. <laughs> I've done that several times. I wanted to ask you this, but I guess you said meditation and not to, I just kind of wanted to just real quick, um, meditation was pretty much what you make and you don't have to be in a certain way. Yeah. What I found, I like to meditate in places that are hot. I know that sounds very random, yeah. but I always wanted to meditate in a sauna because I felt like that's when I'm thinking I'm hot, but I'm really thinking I don't have shit else to do but sit here, sweat, and I'm thinking. But with other people in there, I feel like it, I never really tried it and I couldn't listen to my headphones because obviously they get too hot there, but I I, I wasn't, hadn't quite figured it out. So then another place that I tried um, was in the shower. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be thinking because I, I like the way it feels when it's hot. You know, I yeah. like to be hot when I'm thinking. And so it on my speaker, and I'm just like, okay, I'm thinking, what am I supposed to be thinking? Like, okay. I'm hearing this. So, not to cut you off, I apologize. No, um, but one thing about medicine, like I said, it's okay for your mind to wander, wander, but, um, one thing that you want to focus on when you're meditating is focus on your breathing. You'll be so focused on your breathing, like inhale, exhale. You'll be so focused on your breathing, you're not thinking of anything else. And so that's like, if I want to meditate and I want to get in a deep state of meditation, then I start, you know, in, inhale, exhale, and pay attention to the rhythm of your breathing, the rhythm of your heart. and 
then everything just really starts to speak to you then. Okay. So yes, that's a, that's a major key in meditation. Pay attention to your breathing. If you feel like you just can't, oh, I'm supposed to do this project at work, or I, he get on my nerves. He won't stop calling me. Da, 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 da. Pay attention to your breathing. Just give yourself five minutes and you can do it. And actually, that's a good place for meditation. A shower. I never thought of that. Let me try that. I just noticed it because I was like, hmm, I like to be hot and think about shit. It works both ways. And I like the sauna first. So when I get rich, I'm going to have a sauna in my house and I'm going to be in there doing whatever. It's going to have a speaker so I can listen to whatever the fuck I want to listen to and with the remote and meditate in there because I feel like that's just a good place for me to start especially yeah yeah well good I can't wait to hear your development yes 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 I'm friend I'm, I'm coming on into the spirituality I'm I'm we're getting there I'm sorry we're getting there it takes time it takes time yes it does what do you meditate so- what do you meditate for this? Manifesting. I'm manifesting a little more creativity on my side. I feel like I'm I'm getting there with the inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm going to manifest creativity um, and patience. Mm-hmm. Patience this week. And uh yeah, that's why I'm manifesting. What about you? Um again, I'm gonna manifest being clear with my intentions. Mm. And be more the intentions of myself, like getting back to me. And then sometimes I lose myself and the other shit that I have going on. So I need to take better care of myself and have time out for myself. So that's what I'm manifesting for the Amen. That sounds really good. I really enjoyed myself today. Oh, whatever, because I feel like I, I feel like I have been to therapy in a space like this when we record. I have these great topics that I'm like, what else would I talk about this? So I feel really great after this episode. Well, thank you. I feel good too. It makes me happy. Corona makes me. It, it is some kind of therapy for me. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I realize that. I'm like, huh. I kind of feel like a different. I got a little lift it yeah after i get done recording i'm like all right i guess i can be nice to (laughs) y'all literally the same person yeah okay guys it was nice to talk to you this week yeah we'll be back next time remember when we just linking up right here next week again (laughs) bye